0: good day everyone i'm so happy to welcome you to the 10th episode and that's the one podcast i'm your host Alayde (laughs) fellow i'm so happy to have you today's episode is gonna be so amazing i want to appreciate the holy spirit who has been my strength since the beginning of this podcast it's been amazing and it's been awesome to me okay today we are talking on signifying signify one who needs help and doesn't signify will remain like that forever i hope you agree with me until he or she um, sees the importance in signifying nothing will ever change for that person an example in the bible is blind party news jesus was passing by he could hear the footsteps of people even though he couldn't see but thank God, he took this step by asking people beside him, who oh, is passing? And he told him, it's Jesus. And he said, wow, Jesus, whom I've heard about, that have been healing people, healing the blind, healing the lame? Oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, have mercy on me. What happened? People beside him were telling him, you better keep short. Who are you to command the presence or the attention of Jesus? But this man is a wise man. Even though he was blind, he was wise. He kept on shouting, Jesus, have mercy, Jesus, have mercy. And then Jesus called for him and his problem came to an end. What does that mean? If you do not signify, even though your helpers are around you, they will not do anything unless you signify that you need that help. If Plain Bartimaeus hadn't shouted that day and sought for Jesus' attention, nothing would have, he would have died as a blind person. So to signify means to make known or to show. Until you know the depth of what Matthew chapter 7 7 means, nothing will change for you. I know nearly all Christians can recite that verse or find and say, Oh, ask and it shall be given, Seek, you shall find, Knock, the door shall be open to you. But do we even take time to check out what the verb really what the verse really means? Ask and it shall be given. directly saying, if you do not ask, you won't be given. It's as simple as A B C. Yes, it's not just about, it's not enough to worry, to be anxious, to fear, to desire, to wish. No, you must ask. You must open your mouth, your God-given mouth, and ask. Don't shut, a, shut, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. If you shut your mouth, nothing will change for you. Open your mouth, mouth wide and ask. If you're passing through things in your relationship, in your marriage, and you need help, ask for help. Is anybody that asks for help, that will receive that help? Then knock and the door shall be open unto you. The door is right in front of you. All you need to do is just to knock. Just lift your hands up and knock call, call, call. and then they say come in. The rule is knock, receive a response and then come in. Not you just standing in front of the door and looking. If I come to your house and I'm just standing in front of the door, that makes me stupid because it's in wisdom to knock and then i can go i can hear a voice, okay, come in and go and then the last one says um seek and you shall find indirectly saying that when you do not seek you will not find anything if something is wrong in your marriage or your relationship and you're not seeking for more information to know more your marriage is just going to be like that even the wisest person on earth is a combination of different knowledge from a from a from b from c from d yes is how you get wisdom you get from this person oh what is this person's strength probably this person's strength is in prayer okay get all the information you can get this person's um um, strength is in maybe how to understand their spouse Get all the necessary information you can get. That is how you grow. That is how you improve. Because it's not just enough to sit somewhere and be lamenting and be like, "Ah, this thing called marriage is hard. Why is it this hard? Ah, this is happening. This is happening." No, these things are easy. You must be able to invest in knowledge, buy books, listening to tips listening to recordings on marriage, on relationship, on how to understand your spouse, on how to be patient, on love languages, listening to all those things. A lot of People are dying inside because they can't stand up and signify that they need help. In fact, I don't know if it is pride or it is um, in being religious because some people think that if you seek for help, that means you are no longer a Christian or it means you don't have faith. You know, all those religious gibberish. The thing is that you're seeking for help doesn't make you less of a Christian. No. The Bible even says that if any of you be sick, call for the elders of the church. And then let them lay hands on you and pray for you. That means you have to come to the realization that you are actually sick. When you actually come to the realization that you are sick, then you will approach the audience and say, Ah, oh, sirs, I need help. This is what I'm going through. No, you're just sitting in your house. You have cancer. You have this disease. And then you say, you're here. I'm healed. White stripes. I'm healed. I'm healed. Things will change. No, things don't work like that. You have to seek help. There are so many pastors, leaders of churches that are dying inside just because they feel they are superhuman. That your man of God doesn't make you superhuman. You are still human. You're not a God. Seek for help. There's no harm and there's no shame in a man of God seeking for help. Seek for help. We have so many men of God these days that their marriages are as in. It's almost a shambles. If you get inside and see what they are going through, you'll be surprised. Because there's no feel so proud that we get too big to seek for help. You think, oh, it's not normal for me to seek for help because you have people who are following you. Nobody's an island of knowledge. This God is a wise God. He has given to each of us our um, strength, areas, and our weaknesses. And that is why we have so many people here, you know, Apostle Joshua Selma, say some, he said, is everybody in the old world is listening to Apostle Joshua Selma. There's something bad that happened to them. And that is the truth, because he has a strength, he has his weaknesses. There are so many um, awesome treasures that God has also put in other men and women of God that we just have to combine together to make the body work. So that is how it is. So you have to take, um, then the thing is, you know, I said, you have to come to the realization, try and sit down and watch for what is actually wrong in your marriage. Is it that you and your husband you know, understand each other? Is it that you talk too much? And then by the time you're talking, you don't even know you start insulting him? Is it that you need to understand how to honor him? You know men and they have ego. Whatever it is, there are several informations online on YouTube free of charge that you can get that can help you in such areas that you are weak. You know, these days, we, must mis- we've mis- we misinterpret the word fit. We think fit is just sitting and then desiring, wishing. Faith is actually when you um, put actions in place to get your desired result. It is in your putting action that you're actually exercising the real faith that the Bible talked about. Even patients that go to the hospital, if there's a patient that doesn't know that he or she needs help, that patient is going to die like that. You have to come to the realization that you need help. Then approach the appropriate quarter. If it is a gynecology help, then you approach a gynecologist. If it's a baby... Then you approach the pediatrician and stuff like that. I pray that the Lord will help us. So maybe you're a single, and then people keep coming and leaving you. Max, they respond to want to turn, they leave you. It's not just enough to attribute these things to your village people. No, we you know eh, there are village people who are actually some of these things can actually be avoided. Some of these things are just character, attitude, and trait problems that you can actually work on. It is someone that has poor hygiene, you can work on your hygiene. Someone that can cook, you can work on your on your cooking. Someone that don't know how to talk, you can work on that. So in as much as um you're trying to get up or we are believing god let's make sure we are doing these things rightly um then three important things i talked about today is um number one you have to come to the realization that you need help number two get knowledge invest in knowledge seek for hit with everything that you have it may cost you money seek for it. and then number three speak to a professional therapist or counselor or your special parents or others that have gone ahead of you you'll be surprised that when you even speak to people they will tell you wow ah, so this is what you're going through and you feel the old world is crumbling on you <laughs> during my time at the early um years of my marriage if you see what you face, to, you do not even pass through half of what you went through. You know, these things have a way of giving you, like, really. So, mine is even better than mommy and daddy's own. And then you see them celebrating 50 years of marriage, and they'll be like, wow, definitely, there's hope. I just have to keep going with patience. I pray. You was and here, let hear what the church, what the spirit here to the church. <laughs> All right. I wish you well in your marriage. I'm seriously praying for you, and I know that your marriage will be glorious. For your questions, please reach out to me on DCB12020 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening today. I am Ifeoluwa fair